This show is brought to you by Creatively Disruptive, the marketing team behind your team. Check them out at creativelydisruptive.com. Again, that's creativelydisruptive.com. For this week's mini-sode, I'm trying something a little different because about a year and a half ago, I decided to do something a little different. Perhaps too different. Okay, what the hell am I talking about? So when the show first started, I knew I wanted to get my guests thinking outside the box, and I knew I wanted to find a way to showcase their personalities outside of what you would typically hear in a traditional gymnastics interview. So what did I do? Well, obviously, I interviewed them for fake jobs. So <laughs> needless to say, I've got some very trusting friends, and I got to give them a special shout out and thank you for trusting me. And I'm glad that we can look back at this and laugh and hopefully enjoy the evolution of the show. Not only content-wise, not only angle-wise, but also audio-wise. So I hope you enjoy this little trip down memory lane with Justin Spring, Wendy Bruce, and Elizabeth E.B. Price. All right. Justin, is that right? Justin Spring? Yeah, that's, yes, correct. Thank you. Thank you for being on time. We really, truly value that here. You come very highly recommended. I'm assuming you've done some research on, on what we do here. No idea. <laughs> it's a great way to come in into an interview. So as you know, the greeting card industry is one of the longest running and most consistently high grossing industries in America. We, we've got an ability to create occasions <clears throat> to then sell cards. And hopefully we're making people feel really good at the same time. Okay. The problem is, uh, well, the good thing is in a world where everything is so digital, people are really valuing getting snail mail. So we want to capitalize on that. The issue is the big guns, Christmas, birthdays, Mother's Day, we're doing great. But we've got all this time in between where we've been able to create some occasions, but we're thinking maybe the content of what is in the cards is what's missing. And so you come highly recommended as far as somebody who can come up with, with great content off the top of their heads to really speak to the consumer. So what I would love to do is just give you a, a couple of the lesser known occasions that we do have cards for. Yeah. And we just want to hear what, what kind of content do you think should be in there? You don't need to play it safe. We've been playing it safe for a long time and these okay. cards are just I, I was going to say, I've read some, I've read some outrageous greeting cards and I think some of those are the ones that hit it right here. So, um, yeah. All right. I, I hear you're good at this and I hear you don't even really need to, to think before coming up with these. That's outrageous. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> that's unfair. So, uh, the first one on here that we'd really like to revamp, uh, put a new spin on is the graduation card. High school or college? Both. Oh, high school. Oh, you're going to catch a lot of my cynical humor. High school. Oh, yep. man. So high school graduation card would read maybe something like, congrats on getting all A's with the C plus effort. Like, I don't, I don't know. That's who, I mean. <laughs> Is that from personal experience? I just, I just, let's be honest. High school's just really, I don't think it deserves a pat on the back. But, you know, it's a feel-good moment. So that's, maybe that's the tagline. Here's a pat on the back. Maybe it deserves just that. Maybe that's all it deserves. And it could be a pop-out card where, like, the hand comes out, and it's like, mm, and it just, it kind of just hit, it's like this. It's like, congrats, you graduated high school. And then it's, and then you're like, it's Very over. condescending. 
Uh, yeah, kind of like you did what 98% of the rest of the country's done. So, um, but I realized everyone's problems are real in the moment. So, you know, but that's just my perspective. College, on the other hand, oh boy. What about a tech school graduation card? Or should we go for like a niche market maybe? You See, know, this like- this is why you're here. This is why you're here. You know what I mean? Like everyone's honing in on that college grad with the hat and the tassel thing. I think we go with like, like maybe like a mechanics card, like congrats. You spent like, you spent like 100 less the money and, and are almost at the same point in the race. You know, congrats on tech school graduation. Um, <laughs> that would be uh, that, that, you know, I think it's a viable option. I don't think, I don't think there's enough kudos for the people that are fixing AC units, knocking out cars. Like it's the trades, we're missing that. So um, I wouldn't trade uh, this profession for a, for a college undergraduate degree. Maybe that's, maybe that's the card tagline. It's a little backhanded compliment, but um, because trade schools, yeah. I, think, I think trade schools are really important and they don't get the credit they deserve, so. Nice. So now we're subcategorizing the categories that we've come up with. So it's, it's brilliant. All right, we're gonna move on to um, Secretary's Day. We really thought we had something with that and it's just, it's not quite hitting. So thoughts where we could go on that one. So I have a special place for, for administrative assistants, secretaries, but because I just lost mine because of COVID. So, uh, and I've had one for the last 11 years of my career. So I am, I am knee deep in paperwork and figuring out the inter, the, the bowels of, of red tape for my university. So, um, I'm really on a, another level of appreciation for, for secretaries and that, that kind of service work. So I, like, thanks for doing all the work and getting none of the credit kind of is like, it is. yeah, that, cause I, I know that's what they think and that's exactly what they should think. They do so much work and then coaches go out and get all the glory, or at least in my, you know, my, or, or boss, you know? Right. So I, I think that that's a, that's one that would, they'd be kind of like, Someone said it. Thanks for that. Like we, you know, like so. Doing all the work and and, and giving me all the credit if it's coming from the boss. Even better. I think if you want to hone in, yeah. Well, that's who would be getting a secretary card, right? right. From boss. Yeah. Thanks for doing all the work and giving and letting and letting me get all the credit because I doubt they give it. It just kind of happens. So. Um, oh, it's gold. Yeah. It's gold. It'd be a place for like a credit card, like a gift card, like a credit card, like an like a like a like a like a Visa credit card preloaded with a lot of money for all the work we're punning i love punning it. on credit yeah i think that's a really that's a that's a great that's one fantastic that's a really good uh, one. do you know why uh do you know where the the name secretary came from like when they originally no. it's the keeper of secrets you can see a lot of sense it. so the secretary is really supposed to be that yeah i mean if you look back into like uh uh what's the show the Good guys, bad guys. House of cards. No, the marketing guys. Mad men. Mad men. Yes, mad men. <laughs> so if you look at like that era, like the, they really were like, they knew what those guys were doing, keeping all the secrets. But that that really is a, yeah, where it came from. So it was interesting. All right. Last part of this here is that. This has been really difficult, by the way. You're, you're killing it. One-liners are brutal. It's so hard to just encapsulate a thing with one line well apparently you've been doing it well for years since all right all right let's go let's see if this <laughs> end this one with a bang 
So, so the last part of this is we've got this, this kind of ambiguous special occasion category that if you'll notice when you're looking at the racks, it tends to be very full. We thought blank card, special occasion, write what you want. People don't want to do the work. So we're wondering, are there occasions that we have missed out on that we should be categorizing in greeting cards? Special occasions that everybody experiences year after year. Oh man, I go right to kids and parents and just like underappreciated parents. Like I would make maybe a card from a parent that says like, you don't need another snack and that's it. That's it. That's the, that's the cover of it. And then insert parental message when you open it up. So just big, bold letters on the front. Uh It's almost like a business card, but just, it just takes care of it for your, for your, you know, your seven. I'll get it. Just like you don't need another snack. There you go. And you just give it to them and it's over. And they are like, what is this? You know that I'm really excited about this event coming up in Tampa on Friday, August 19th. And I just wanted to remind you guys that the RSVP link is now live. It is at the top of my Facebook page. I know you're not all on Facebook, but probably know somebody that is. Go over to at Nicole Langevin Consultant and RSVP, get yourself in there. The first 15 to register, get a 30 minute meet and greet with me and a guest or two or three or four from the show. And not only a meet and greet, but you will also automatically be entered into our contest that happens later that evening. You will get an outgoing voicemail recording by any one of us that you choose pictures, autographs, all that fun stuff. The next 15 people to RSVP will be invited to the general admission portion where you still get to hang out and you get guaranteed spots into the contest. Okay, what's the contest? Something that makes you think. So all contestants will be faced with a word or a phrase that will be provided by me or one of my judging panel lovely guests. And they will have 15 seconds to come up with a way to connect that word or phrase to gymnastics. The winners will be selected, and I said winners because there are prizes for the top three, by humor, relevance, creativity, provocativeness, and overall amazingness. There's also swag bags for those first 30. And now if you RSVP and do not get a confirmation that you're in the first 30, just know that we are doing our best to create a way to extend that guest list This session is happening right before the women's session. It will be over in time to walk over to the venue. I hope to see you guys there. Okay, back to the show. Okay, so next we have Wendy. Is that right? Yes. Hi, Wendy. Thank you for being on time. That's really important to us here. As you know, this is a very sought after position and kind of a new one. So we're really excited and eager to see what you have to bring to the table. As you know, in the last couple of decades, music has really transitioned into digital, right? Everybody's downloading and we've kind of lost the art of of the album and the packaging and, and all of that. But there's been a resurgence and vinyl is starting to come back, which is really exciting. So we have tried to jump on that and capitalize on it. And we've done really well, but where we're lacking is the packaging and the artwork and we really want it to be authentic you know we want kids these days to know what it's like to get an album and lay on your bed and just go through and look at the pictures and read the lyrics and and look at all the names of the producers and you know that that's a missing experience kids are lacking these days so that's where you come in 
your ability to decipher and transpose lyrics comes very, very highly recommended. So we're just, we're really eager to see, see how you, how you do with this. Uh, do you have any questions for me before we get into the interview? Um, not really. I think that, um, you know, I've been, gosh, listening to music my whole life and I, I seem to have a very good ear for, uh, you know, words and lyrics and I'm just really excited to see where I can fit into your, you know, your business and your company and see what I can do for you guys. Wonderful. Wonderful. And now, you know, in the sake of authenticity, we are not using any sort of, you know, internet to, to find the lyrics because if we're being authentic, that didn't exist back in the day. Now, unfortunately, there are some artists that we just can't get a hold of. So we're okay. really going to be relying on your, on your ear and your transposing skills. So okay. uh, do you think we can start with a couple and you can kind of let me know what you're hearing? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. okay. Remember to be honest. We are listening to the Rick Astley hit, Never Gonna Give You Up. All right. So what, what's the general feel of that song, by the way? I'm just curious. Yeah, so this is one of my um, most um, conflicting songs because he had such an upbeat um, and happy kind of music that you want to dance to. But when you really listen to the lyrics, you know, he wants to have this conversation with uh, this woman and tell, you know, be honest about the relationship. But I think he's a little too honest because, you know, he says, you know, he, he says, uh, you know, um, they don't want to tell lies. He says, um, then I'm going to give you up. Then I'm going to let you down. Then I'm going to turn around and desert you. And then he says that I'm going to make you cry. Then I'm going to say goodbye. Then I'm going to tell a lie and hurt you. And I thought, you know, it's, it's like he's got this weird way to come around and really hurt somebody with a smile on his face. And it just, it's, it's a very odd song, but, um, you know, it's very clear that he wants to be very upfront and honest with this person. Uh -huh. And I'm sure maybe she doesn't quite understand that he's not a good guy. So you don't think, though, that there's a chance that maybe he's saying never gonna? I mean, you're the expert. I don't I don't want to step on your toes, but I just thought maybe. No, I think that's the cleverness of this song is that okay. he's very happy with it, but he's really not going to want to get into relationships. So it's a very, um, it's one of those songs that you might think is happy, but listen to the lyrics. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you mm -hmm. so much for that. Clears up so much for me. I, I can tell you're really going to bring a lot to this position. Um, seems very effortless for you. Oh, I have a good ear. You, you really do. You yeah. really do. I'm, I'm just so impressed with your mind. Let's do one more here. I'm sure the, um, the connection here sometimes is a little bit faded when I get to actually listen to the vinyl, um, you know, just first off mm -hmm. without, without the digitally, you know, because we're on digital right now. So it's kind of a little bit messing up the, the lyrics. But when I listen to the, rate, the records, I can clearly hear the words better. Right, so. right. Now we're listening to Bee Gees' More Than a Woman. So, One, two, three. Bald-headed bald woman. Yes, obviously, right? Okay, so you, uh, so you clearly have the skills that we're looking for. What we would really like in it, the ideal candidate is not just someone with the skills, but also somebody who really immerses themselves into into music and lyrics. And so I'm assuming you wrote. Sure. 
<laughs> I knew it was 50 50. <laughs> it's, you know, for us in the karaoke business. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So, what's your uh, go to song? Um, I really like um, just singing just regular, like, um, you know, happy birthday. Okay. Okay. Because here's the thing with happy birthday is that yeah. usually people go to karaoke on their birthday and everybody loves happy birthday because then they all sing along with me. And then who's the most popular one? Me. Yeah. Okay. So it's actually, it's a strategy and it's brilliant, but. Wow. I know. You're, you're just mind blowing today. Could you give us a little taste of your spin of happy birthday? Do you have any music or do you just want me to? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Nicole. Happy Wow. I almost brought a tear to my eye. Sometimes I do cry. So reasons. <laughs> I know. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we'll be in touch. Oh, thank you so much for your time. Psst. Are you a bars coach? Okay, you're going to want to listen to this. When working on uneven bar swinging skills, do you have gymnasts who are nervous about hitting their feet on the low bar? Do they pull in too early, causing them to break form? Well, the innovators over at Tumble Track have a solution for you the new Porcupine Bar Pad. It's a simple yet incredibly effective training tool that will help an athlete begin to feel exactly how far away they are from the low bar. It uses soft, flexible bristles to offer feedback and assurance. Over time, the athlete will begin to stretch out their swings, and that's really what we're going for, right? TumbleTrack partnered with coach Brett Wargo, team coach from Ascend Gymnastics, who by the way, were the winners of the 2022 JO National Program of the Year, to bring you this brand new product. Head over to TumbleTrack.com and use the promo code THINK22 for a 10% discount. Again, go to TumbleTrack.com, T-U-M-B-L-T-R-A-K, and use the promo code THINK22 for a 10% discount. Supplies are limited. These are going really fast, so get your orders in today. This episode is brought to you by Quattro Gymnastics, freedom to perform. Quattro is a global gymnastics apparel company that specializes in designing high quality apparel that allows gymnasts to look and feel their best while training and competing. The quality of Quattro leotards is second to none. These leotards are engineered for performance and feature the best fabrics and designs to help gymnasts look and feel their best on and off the floor. Gymnasts want to train in comfort, and Quattro believes that no gymnast should have to sacrifice comfort for style. Quattro designs come in a wide range of styles, and all the fabrics they use are guaranteed to provide maximum stretch and comfort. Quattro not only has amazing practice tanks, but they do custom team wear as well. Their world-class design team creates fashion-forward apparel at affordable prices and they charge no upfront fees for custom designs. Oh, and they offer three grades of crystals to accommodate all budget types. I can tell you from experience, I've been working with Quattro for our Precision Camps leotards for summer 2022. And the process of designing the leotards, 
getting them to production and then having them ready for the athletes has been fantastic. So check out Quattro at QuattroGymnastics.com. Again, that's Quattro, Q-U-A-T-R-O, Gymnastics.com. Okay, Elizabeth, thank you for being so prompt for your interview. I appreciate it. That's always a good sign. So I just want to jump into things right away. But before I do, I'm assuming you've done some research on what we do here in the company. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so my question is, is there anything you want to know from me regarding this job? Um, yeah. Can you go over the job description again, please? Yeah, I could do that. I could do that. As you know, a brand new plot of land was discovered in Massachusetts, which is crazy in 2021. And, you know, Massachusetts has got enough towns and cities to deal with. The U.S. has enough stuff to deal with. They really aren't concerned with the establishment of a new town. So, you know, it's up for grabs. And that's what we're trying to do is, is establish this town. And so uh, very simple. We just need to know where to get started. There's um, no pre-established systems. There's no organization whatsoever. There's not even any government. So that's where you come in. Where do we start? Oh, let's see. I mean, first thing I would probably talk to the Massachusetts state government, you know, let them know that you are establishing a town in their state so that they know about it. Cause you really want to get it on a map. You know I mean? Like there's maps that have been around for you know, forever, and this town's not going to be on it, and you don't want people to just, like, run into the side of a building following their GPS because, you know, your town's not on their map. So I would sure. start there, you know, really get that going to get that off the ground. Um, and then after that, I mean... What about the structure of the town? What about if we want to avoid just common frustrations that we we typically get into in, in towns across America and the way that things are set up? Where do we start so we can avoid all of that? Oh, let's see. Frustrations. Oh, there's a lot of frustrations living in towns. Well, I would probably not have any roads go through your town because traffic's a terrible issue and you just don't want to have to deal with it. So just like get rid of roads. People just have to drive around it. Um, I mean, they can walk, they can bike, but like no cars. Also, like it's bad for the environment. So encourage other tr modes of transportation. Less. So do you park outside the city and then yeah. walk or bike once you're in? Yep, that's exactly okay. how it works. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a vacation spot more so than anything else. Okay. Um, and then buildings, I mean, you want everything to be like, you don't want anyone to have like accidents because, you know, hospital bills are super expensive. You want everything to be like super safe. So when it comes to buildings, I would probably try to make sure everything's basically childproof. You want everything to be like, you know, foam pit, like basically make all the walls like foam pit walls, like people fall downstairs, like no one breaks anything, everyone's super safe. That way, like you don't even need to build like a hospital. You can just have regular like outpatient facilities or people can like fly into Boston or something because healthcare over here is totally great. Um, what else? I would definitely make like the school, put that like in the center of the town. Mm -hmm. Education's important. So I would go with that. Um, what about the population of the town? Do you have any idea like how many people might live there? Well, that's what I want to know from you. How many people do you think we should allow in, in a new town? What consideration should we take when we're allowing people to, to habitate there? Well, I mean, I guess it depends on how big you want the town to be, but if you don't want to like be building like skyscrapers in your town and you don't want buildings more than like four or five stories, 
And you probably don't want more than, I don't know, maybe like 10,000 people max living in your town. Okay. Okay. And, and what makes you think you have the ability to help us establish this new town and the new systems that we need? Um, well, I currently live in a town, you know, I live with other people in this like town. So <laughs> with regards to my qualifications with my program right now, I'm specifically working on figuring out how to address these complex human problems that come when are trying to build new solutions, such as like designing a whole new town. There are a million things that we just talked about that are involved, everything from transportation to health, education, um, letting everyone know about it all those things that are super important to making sure the town is a success and not a failure. So basically all my studies have prepared me to be able to know exactly what we need um, and who to call to fix every problem that might arise. So I know I'm the person to help design your town. Well, that's it for today. I wanna to hear what you guys think. Should we go back to this? I'm probably thinking that we don't, but I do have some more tucked away so I can pull those out. Thanks for listening. Hope you had fun. And I will see you next week for a full episode. Till next week, keep thinking outside the box. Bye.